For this month's professional spotlight, we have a unit circuit from the adult nursing team. As you are aware, internet usage has increased significantly in the last 10 years. Social media such as Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter are used in so many different ways to share information and to communicate with friends, our colleagues, our family and all associates. Nowadays, digital information about individuals is widely and often easily available. For example, you can search for someone's name on Google and surprisingly, you are likely to get so much information about that person, which often includes photos. I know, when most people pass away, they have a will which takes care of their physical assets and the loved ones that are left behind. My question is, what happens to a person's digital data when they sadly pass away? That is, when me and you die, what will happen to our digital data and social network accounts? What will happen to our special and memorable photos or messages on social network accounts when we pass away? I also have another question for you. Have you heard of the term digital legacy? What does the term digital legacy mean? Now, we are lucky to have our special guest today, Eunice, who will be able to enlighten us on what the term digital legacy means and why it's important for us in today's generation to know about it. I now hand you over to Eunice. Richard, thank you very much for inviting me to contribute to this podcast. Um, as you've rightly said, the usage of um, internet has really increased in the past few years, um, and especially the use of social media has as well. So on average, there's about 300 million uh, photos uploaded onto Facebook nearly every day. And another example of increased internet usage is Twitter, where uh, each person sends probably 456,000 tweets per minute. Now, this gives us an idea or some indication of how much our internet um, sites are being used. Now, I just want to ask a few questions just really for us to think about the, the extent to which we use um, internet services. So, how many web accounts do you think the average person has? And thinking about yourself, how many passwords does an average person have? And also, how many social media accounts does the average person have? Now, for some answers to this, um, from the global social media account ownership, in 2017, it was realized that the average person has about 26 web accounts with on average about five passwords and social media accounts about eight per person. So there is an increased use as we've established already. However, how many of us have a will or have even thought about what happens to all this information if we die? So what is a digital legacy? The question will be. Someone's digital legacy is the information about that person that remains after they die. During a person's life, they can help create, co-create, and develop their digital legacy through interactions they have both online and offline. So an example will be the photos we upload on Facebook, YouTube videos, Twitter accounts, film credits. These are all quite regarded as intellectual property. And sometimes they can be both sentimental and monetary implications. So the next question would be, and to ask ourselves, what are digital assets? 
So digital assets are possessions that are made from computer code and exist in different formats. This include purchased music or movie files, personal digital photos, documents and videos. Digital assets can be stored on several places and an example would be on iCloud, services, Facebook, Instagram and Dropbox or even the uh, books that you have stored on your Kindles. They can also be saved on digital devices like your mobile phones, computers and laptops. The National Council for Palliative Care and the Dying Matters Coalition undertook a research study of the general public to find out what their opinion on death and dying in relation to digital legacy was um, in 2016. Now, over 2,000 British adults aged over 18 were interviewed, and some of the findings for this research was that um, people wanted to transfer their digital properties that they've paid for, example, music, films and games online, to someone else when they died. About 51% out of over 2,000 people wanted to do this. And another question put to the sample was about um, the ability for someone to access their online accounts, including email and social media, when they died. And yet again, 47% of over 2,000 British adults wanted somebody to be able to do that. And the final uh, question which was asked was that if someone they knew on social media dies, would they want to unfriend that person's um, accounts, which means they wouldn't have access to um, that person's uh, information. But surprisingly, only 8% of people wanted to do this. Most people, over 40%, wanted to be able to contribute to that friend's um, WhatsApp page or Facebook page, for example. So this, in a sense, tells us that, yes, people want to be able to access or give out their digital information when they die. Um, a question I'll ask Richard then is that, does anyone other than yourself know the password for your mobile phone? Not really. I tend not to share my passwords with other people. Quite, quite right. Most of us will be reluctant in sharing our passwords on our mobile phone with um, those close to us. However, it might be that in the event of our death, our loved ones may need to access our phones to be able to retrieve this information. So Eunice, what is the current legal situation if you die and your loved ones may want to access your digital assets? Uh, the, the question, Richard, is that who owns the digital assets if a person dies without a will? An example is signing up for a Facebook account. You enter a binding contract with Facebook when you click accept um, when you're setting up an account with them. So when the user dies, the control of the Facebook account belongs to Facebook. In that sense, Facebook can decide to close your account, delete or most commonly memorialize their account without noticing anyone. Subsequently, they can decide to publish something of interest or social interest from their deceased account. There is a lack of consistency on the matter, and this needs to be clarified further. But anytime you're signing on to any of a social media account, it's probably good practice to check if the contract you're agreeing to includes a section on transmission after death, which really relates to your digital assets that you would have on that social media account. Um, furthermore, all legal systems have rules relating to transmission of property on death and that the name of wills and testaments law 
succession and probate, which is common in English law. However, this is not harmonized across countries and may not include digital assets. So heirs to your account may contest to have access to digital assets and legacy, and this will have to be pursued in court as service providers may contest or it might be against the deceased wishes. An example for um, this situation where a person's digital assets are required to be accessed after their death is the owner of the cryptocurrency Bitcoin who died without revealing the, ad, um, the password to this online account. Now, this Canadian entrepreneur had over $145 million worth of cryptocurrency, um, but unfortunately, he died without revealing the password, which means this amount of money cannot be accessed. So this is an example of um, a current issue that has happened. So what can we do to manage our digital assets and accounts? Uh, the Digital Legacy Association has e um, issued really good guidelines to help us think about our digital assets. Um, an example is that if you have a security password on a mobile phone or any other electronic device, you may want to think about how best to manage your passwords. The second point, if you have a social media account like Facebook, you may want to download your photos and videos from the service and pass them on to your next of kin or a trusted person. You may also want to provide administrative access of your social media accounts to someone you trust. If you have online subscriptions or online bank accounts, you may want to make suitable plans for each. If you have photos or videos stored on electronic devices or in the cloud, you may want to make a folder of your favorite photos and share them with a friend or family member. Sharing can occur through various internet services or by using an external memory stick or a hard drive. The Digital Legacy Association supports the general public, healthcare and social care professionals with areas relating to digital estate planning, digital legacy and bereavement. Their website is easily accessible and the address is www.digitallegacyassociation.org. You can access um, their site to get more information on this subject. So I would really encourage that you access this website to find out a little bit more about your own digital assets and how you would like that to be managed. Eunice, any final message you can give to HSK students in terms of their expectations and their responsibilities? So I'm not expecting that HSK staff and students start sharing their passwords with other people, nothing like that. But the main key point is that we have the awareness that we need to be addressing these issues. And just accessing websites such as the digitallegacyassociation.org website will help us to be familiar with what we need to do and proceed to having relevant conversations to improve our decision-making around our digital assets, because this will help and improve our outcomes for this. Eunice, what a beautiful and enlightening message you have left with our listeners. I'm sure our listeners, especially HSK students and staff that are increasingly using digital data in so many different ways, are going to take on your key message and act on the issues you have raised today. Indeed, you have left us thinking in terms of uh, the importance of our digital legacy and how we can preserve it. I have personally benefited from your message and I'm going to share it with uh, friends and family 
For example, you have uh, made me think of the importance of uh, setting up a digital legacy contact person. Dear listeners, our special guest Eunice has left us a challenging question. How are you going to preserve your digital legacy? That is, how are you going to preserve your digital legacy? Eunice, thank you so much for the wonderful and useful information you have shared with us today. It's always a pleasure to have our special guests on the HSK Student Pod. Richard, thank you very much for inviting me to contribute to the HSK Student Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.